I once more give expressions. expressions, 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 expressions. That the only thing we have to fear is is, is, is fear itself. Whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, 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 bear any burden, 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 meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe. I have never been a quitter. Tear down this Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already? Have you ever seen something that defies explanation? You, you are not alone. We seek to define and provide for those unwilling to taste the other side. It is in our dogmatic conviction to document the supernatural. Our team, our team of Joe Martinez, Jonathan Martinez, and Vincent Brunel will push the limits of technology and science. We may not have all the answers, but they are out there, out there, out there, and we will find them. We, we are dead October. <laughs> Your mic's not on. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage. We're having some. Uh, He's not allowed. It's not technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. It's the guy running the board, bro. It's the guy not knowing how to run the, the board, board, man. Come on, board man. I'm trying to to do this podcast with the. With, like, finesse, and I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing finesse about us. No, not at all. There's no finesse in our game. Zero. Whoa, did you see that? What? The candle spazzed out all crazy and shot a little spark off. Right when we started? That was interesting. Very, very interesting. We're, uh, we're just sitting in, like, the dark, kind of getting... Or not in the dark, we have candles and stuff like that to set the mood. We're trying to mimic what we experienced in, yeah. our, in our last three podcasts. Trying to get that body number <clears throat> going. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Good old Theo. Thanks, Theo. <laughs> I don't even know how you could listen to that guy. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. You you're either a you fan know you or know why not. I like him so much, dude, is because he reminds me of the stupid shit Eric said <laughs> yeah. all the time, just like all some random ass shit, and you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> oh gosh. Or Dennis, like the oh way, dude, the, Dennis or um, uh, what's his name, Dave? Mm-hmm. Those guys will teach you how to cuss in cursive, man. Dude, that, that when I heard Theo, like I was just like, dude, this dude's like, <laughs> you were at he's home? so creative with his the way he talks. I feel at home. 
He's a for me. I like him, but I don't like. I like his comedy, but his podcast is kind of hard to listen to. You like his podcast, yeah? I love his podcast. And John just hates him. <laughs> John's a hater. I think. I mean, I don't hate him. I just John's just simple. It's boring. <laughs> John doesn't like anything complex. Dude, he's like talking about his body lumber. <laughs> That's funny. See, you're just saying body lumber makes me. He's <laughs> got that body lumber. <laughs> so, uh, this is our first podcast of the new year. 2022. You guys have any res? Did you make any resolutions? No. No, why? Because, dude, I. I always fail. I'm I, always like, I'm gonna be fit. I'm gonna have a beach bod by summer. I read, uh, I read a very, very interesting book. It's called Atomic Habits, and it's all about not having like big changes, one percent. So instead of, oh, I'm gonna work out every day for like three hours, it's I'm gonna go to the gym every day. Even if you're only there for five minutes, that's one percent of change. So you can get used to going to the gym every day. Then by the end of the year, you're there for an hour, two hours. But it's all about getting through that initial change. So I've been I've been doing that at my house. Like I'll clean one room a day, like really good. Like clean the shit out of it. And my house is like spotless now. <laughs> I walk in and I'm like, wow, it's nice. But it's just that one percent, just that little change every day. I love having a clean house. The best thing is a clean shower. I can. I love a clean shower. Yeah, yeah. I I get that. Scrub, scrub. Like you, after you shower, you just feel clean. I even clean the baseboards. I never have in my life have scrubbed baseboards ever, but I I did it. Wow. I, I try. I try to do it, but it only lasts for so long. That's why you only do one percent. I mean, it's just one one room at a time. I clean the baseboards all the time too. But this guy, the whole premise of everything was just change, just little changes here and there. And then he he gave the analogy: if you leave. New York, or if you leave Los Angeles in an airplane and you're off by one degree, you're going to end up in Washington, D.C. and not in New York if you want to go to New York. So it's all about the little course corrections along your way. And it, it was very interesting. Course corrections. It it, uh, it changed my outlook on... Because me, if I want to do a change, it's like a wholesale, like, oh, I'm going to do a hundred... 80 degree turn on what I've been doing but um yeah it was pretty cool it's uh it's cool to or read different perspectives on change yeah I mean it'd, it'd be nice to it's nice there's a lot of things that I I kind of relate with uh Theo Vaughn when it comes to uh to a lot of the stuff he's been through a lot of traumatic stuff dude and he's been like like he has a hard time with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and being social and stuff like that. And he he like talks about it throughout his podcast, and he's talking about doing uh, ketamine therapy. Yeah, and like how it kind of just gets you to start talking. And like I've never done ketamine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like Isn't that it, for like he said, horses. He goes. I have no idea. For a minute, bro, I thought I was a Bitcoin currency. <laughs> Is that a, that off the planet? Yeah, so, but he's to me he's inspiring because yeah. he faces demons and he talks about it and like he his like depression anxiety like is relatable because there's days where I just don't even want to talk to anybody like yeah, I'm like 
like I, you know, I just want to curl up and like I, you want to tell life that not today. You just like, roll up in the covers yeah. and just watch Star Wars all day. Yeah. <laughs> like I was watching Harry Potter the other day all yeah. day. Like I get that, dude. I do that every once in a while, especially because I live by myself. It's easy to do that because yeah. there's nobody there to get you out of it. So you're just like, screw it. I'm going to lay on the couch. Like I, I have to physically get up and do shit like on a daily basis, I would say that it is it's a struggle. Today today I kind of did that. I woke up, uh, our job canceled. I was like, screw it, I'm going to sleep all day. I don't care. I turned everything off and I just went to sleep. And I woke Those up days like, are nice. Dude. I woke up at like 3.30 and I felt like, I felt like I wasted the day. But now we're here and we're doing this and that's not a wasted day. We're, we're, no. we're pushing forward. Like if you, as long as you wake up with a positive mindset, I mm-hmm. think that's what matters. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how much time you have. It's how much, like, if you wake up with a positive mindset and your your outlook and you go out within two, one or two hours and get something done, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a successful day. I agree. Completely. I've been actually catching up on a lot of sleep. Yeah. Lots of sleep. I don't know why I've just been exhausted. Well, I think with our job... We know that we don't get times like this very often, so you better you better get going while you can. Like, last year was tough. Yeah. Like, it was super tough. Like, one of the roughest years we've ever had. Yeah. And, like, it was... Like, now that it came to an end and even things are shittier... <laughs> I have I have like a positive mindset shit for just 2022. Into 2022. Yeah, like yeah. I I for some reason it feels different and it feels positive. Yeah. But in in any year if you don't make it positive then it's not going to be positive. The shit's always going to be there. It's never going anywhere. Yeah. It's always going to be in the corner and it's always going to be stanking up the room. You just got to learn how to get that air freshener out there. Like I was <laughs> I was like thinking like fuck dude, maybe I do like Maybe I do, like, fucking, I'm in a funk, because I haven't even cut my hair in, like, <laughs> in like probably four months. Yeah. I need to get a hair. Well, let it grow long. But you, I was just, You look like, good with long hair. I was just thinking, I'm already this far, so now I just got, like, the uh, the Beatles haircut. And yeah, just let it go. Just need to let it Remember, get past the Beatles, Who dude. said you have to get haircuts, bro? I thought about doing a mullet. Remember our podcast in 2021? ladies and gentlemen that's a soda that's not a beer this time i'm trying to quit drinking small steps man small steps that's my uh new year's resolution of somewhat is that i'm gonna try to quit drinking can't do it forever man it's catching up on me i gotta quit i'm gonna do it like i i haven't drank since usually our podcast would start with the (laughs) Like, I'm two years sober, I think. Not two years sober. Wow. <laughs> two months. That's a lot. I, I spaced out and I was all... <laughs> it sure uh, feels like two years. I was all two years sober. <laughs> no. I just, like, spaced out and said some random ass shit. <laughs> like, two minutes. It's like... Uh-huh. But I I've been two months sober. Liar. And, like, I did drink on New Year's. Um, and... There's nothing wrong with it. Like, I, I haven't really, you know... Oh, John and wanted fucking Did you get him. some? <laughs> Good job, buddy. 
She's so mean. So, well, you're you're needy, bro. All I want is you're some, a needy, some needy gum. person. <laughs> needy, bro. Very needy. So why'd you laugh like that? I did, and it was him. That wasn't me. <laughs> I, did I laugh? I didn't even laugh. I didn't even notice. <laughs> do I snort when I laugh? That's horrible. Dude, what I want to do this year is I want to fucking go out and just meet new people, make contacts, and, like, just, like, make shit happen. Yeah. Well, it's the only way to, to make it in business is you got to make connections with a bunch no of No better people. time than right now. Like, I'm, I'm fucking, like, antisocial by all, like... Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to go out there and just start talking to people... Because people don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. They don't care to talk to us. Yeah. They don't care what I have to say. Well, the thing I hate is um, when people prejudge you right off the bat. Mm -hmm. They think you're a certain way just because of the way you look. The way you carry yourself. And it's just... That that bothers me a lot. But it's my fault for looking like a punk. (laughs) Like, there was was something that really kind of just fucked up my I don't think we look like punks, though. We look like punks. Yeah, we do. We look like bikers. We dress like bikers. We have our wallet chains and boots and i don't know tattoos and jewelry and we look like but we wear like dress suits and i don't know nice shoes we're not in flannels and khakis i don't think you can categorize (laughs) categorize us in that people do all the time that's all right it's cool change your perception Like, some chick, I texted her, dude, and she's, like, about work, and she was like, send me some pictures, so I sent her some pictures, I said, yeah, um, here's a couple pictures of the magazine that I sent that was some product photography, and she goes, dude, your photography sucks. Wow. And I was, she goes, I could do better. Wow. And I was like, uh... Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what the fuck to say, dude, I was just like, alright. Yeah. And she, I was so, like... Did she text you that, or... Yeah. She just, like, straight dissed her shit? Yeah, and I was just like, damn, dude. Like, what am I doing wrong? Nothing. Like, I just spent, like, fucking $15 to reach out to this chick, and she told me my, my shit sucks, so I paid to get told my shit sucks. <laughs> well, sometimes you can get too comfortable, and that'll make you that'll make you think outside the box. It's so I've been rack. I've been sitting here racking my brain to like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And it's been driving me nuts, dude. And like, how do I? Where do we get to a point in our life where we're just like comfortably successful? I think that's a myth. And I'm starting to think it is, dude. It's a, I think it's a myth. I think when people think that they're gonna be, oh, I'll be happy if I get this. And then you get that, and you're like, now what? I don't think the key to life is being successful, man. I think the key to life is just being happy. Yeah. Even with as minimum, like, if you could have literally nothing and still be happy. I mean, celebrities celebrities have millions of dollars, dude, and all all the success, and they kill themselves all the time. Mm. It's, there's, I mean, depression and stuff like that has a lot lot to play into it. Yeah, just because you have a lot of money. Just because you have success doesn't mean you're happy. Like, I'm not saying, like, money fixes your problems, but, like, it would be nice just to be in a position where you have a nice big house, a nice big car, and, like, 
What are you talking about? You have a nice big house. Oh, I do. I do. And you have do. a nice big car. <laughs> but I want it. I want. You have three fucking cars. <laughs> to, 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 to a person like me, you're successful. I, want, I look at you and I seek su- success. I want more. Like I, There's not, nothing wrong with that. Not though. like wanting greedy. Like I want more like money and more this. And it, it's like, no, I want more success. Like I want more. Like I said, I want Dead October one day to be a home for people who are turned away from life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, why can't we have, like, even though I do have a big house or a decent sized house, like, why can't we have, like, that big house where you walk into two fucking oh, yeah. doors? Yeah. You know? The stairway and, like, that goes to each hallway. A fucking fountain in the middle. <laughs> Freaking Beethoven playing in the background on your automatic piano. A big-ass grand piano sitting in your living room or something like that. Can you imagine No, you guys, it would be set to freaking Titanic. No. No. You guys are obsessed with Titanic. I'm not anymore. Bro, you have a Titanic in your house. It was a puzzle. I was bored. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. Like, I just want to get, like, to a point where we're all looked upon as not schlubs anymore that we're successful. Yeah, I get that. I do. It's hard, though. It's hard to get to that point. It takes a lot of time, dedication, drive, and the stuff that I have to work on. Like, I, I don't always have that drive to be the best I can be. Sometimes I get comfortable with status quo and I'm like, good, whatever. I'm losing my mind, dude. That chick really fucked me up. When like, did that happen? You didn't tell us nothing about that. Like last or this last week. Hmm. And like, I just, I've been thinking. Well, would like, you, would you rather somebody say that to you or would you rather them welcome you with open arms? Like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. If they, what if one was a lie and one was the truth? I'd rather take the truth because well, then now she, she did you a favor then because she's making you think outside the box. She did, but she what did it am in I, a shitty way. I'm think, I'm like thinking like what am I doing wrong? Like, well, it just makes you work harder. I don't know. I'm some lost. Pe- some people see art differently. They thought Picasso's art was crap. Yeah, and it's reckless and crazy, and there's other people that look at a Picasso and they want to buy it for millions of dollars because it was so outside the, the norm. You put up a you put up the Mona Lisa versus like the 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 guitar, the the blue when he was in his blue period. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man with the guitar, Picasso. There's no comparison, but when everything looks like the Mona Lisa, and then you get somebody who comes along and views art different and does it different that's it's amazing that the the man with the guitar will stick out more to people who are fans of people who are reckless and just do things different so picasso can stand his art can be in the same room as da vinci even though they were on different levels talent wise like i i always question like how the fuck do people get like thousands of views on shit ass videos on TikTok and it's such a struggle just to get like five likes. Yeah. Well 
a lot of people go with the norm. They go with what's good at the time. That's why there's trends. Because people think in trends. And once in a while you get somebody who thinks outside the box and it's it's game changing. I think that's where I need, I'm 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 wanting to be is to think outside the box. So I'm racking my head like yesterday I stood in the office and just like stared at the wall thinking like what the fuck do I need to do? Do you meditate at all? Yeah. That's that's when things come to you. When you sit there and just meditate and think and no, you don't think when you meditate. You just your mind's clear, but things pop up, and I've been doing it a lot lately, and it's it's helped me a lot. Yeah, it definitely does give you a clear it's mindset. Weird, it's weird because it gives you a sense of confidence that you didn't have before. Because you analyze everything. Yeah, like I feel like I'm more confident ever since I started just, and it's it's nothing crazy like 30 minutes an hour. I'm talking like five minutes in the morning, five at night. And it definitely changes your outlook on things. Yeah. Calms you down. It's weird. Sometimes when I would have trouble sleeping, I would meditate and I would like kind of think of all my problems and kind of how I'm going to fix them. So my anxiety would come down. Yeah. And I would like sit there in the dark and like just kind of close my eyes and think about all my problems and try to come up with solutions. So that way my anxiety comes down and I could sleep. <laughs> there's, there's always a back door to everything, man. Any problem. That's why I don't smoke weed. <laughs> Because it just takes you to that dark place where you're just, like, thinking, like, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> I uh, I have anxiety, but I try not to let it get the best of me. But sometimes it does. I mean, there's nothing you can Dude, do about my it. my anxiety gets to me so bad sometimes. But uh, this year, you just need to I mean, have a positive mindset. And, but... So, I was thinking what, I hate to kind of bring everybody down and uh, positive change everybody's mindset for the new year. Like, 2022, these dudes are downers. <laughs> no, we're not downers. They're practical. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we did, uh, we went out this, this last, before the, the year ended and we made a big road trip and we went out, went out and saw... Uh, Graceland, we saw the King's House and stuff, <laughs> went out to Tennessee. We can't just gloss over that, we gotta come back to yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> and then we, uh... <laughs> say and stuff. And we stuff. didn't do just and stuff. And then we, uh... Um, the King's House, man. Then we went to Illinois and saw Ashmore Estates and... Yeah. Mal- Iowa, Malvern Manor, uh, Council Bluff, Iowa, and saw the Squirrel Cage... I like that that got... place was a mind fuck. The squirrel cage? Yeah. It was the one I was least excited for, but I think it was my favorite of the trip. Melbourne, I feel like I finished a lot of unfinished business, if that makes sense. Like, when I go to Melbourne, dude, I like... It feels like you're going to, like, a distant cousin's house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, yeah. like, you never talk to. Once in a while, you sneak in and say, hey, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go there, dude, it fucks me up. Ashmore was scary. Yeah, it was. I saw some stuff there, but it wasn't... I didn't feel like... Like they said, like Zach Baggins said, where there's demonic spirits there. No. I didn't see... I didn't feel that at all. 
Well, the owner even has that thing when you walk yeah. in, d- going against everything he said. Like, I don't believe it. I didn't believe in his assessment of this place. I don't think it. he's dead set against that whole yeah. demonic. And I didn't feel anything demonic there. What did you feel, Vince? I was scared. <laughs> it, it was it was uh, it was challenging for for me personally. It was when some of the phobias and th- different things that I have, uh, it was challenging for me. Definitely, it was uh, it was a whole new ballgame. But it's one that I want to go back to. I, mean, I think, dude, I would go back. But I, dude, I I want to go to um, I want to go to Yorktown. Um, in Texas. Oh, okay. The hospital? Yeah. Okay. We had had it booked, right? And yeah. We just didn't have enough. My main goal is to go down to the, like, the south. Go to Georgia. Like Savannah, Georgia? Yeah, and, like, do all kinds of plantations. and There's just so much history down there, I think it would be. Yeah. I don't think it would ever let you down. Yeah. There's some pretty great places in Florida. That would be fun, too. We should go now, now that it's freezing-ass cold outside. (laughs) I think the, uh, our, um, Melissa's family reunion's coming up next year, 2023. Uh Uh-huh. And I think we're gonna drive out to Florida again. Let's just rent a big old van and all go together. We should. Florida. What's that, uh, it's, it's in Key West. That house where the little, the doll, isn't that in Key West? Oh, Robert the doll? Yeah, isn't that house, the lighthouse or whatever I, it's called? Yeah, I think it's in Key West or the Bahamas. Or and then so, and then out there, there's that uh, castle made of uh, shells, too. That's another place that's like that I know of that's on it out there. It's like Shell Castle or something like that. It's out on an island by itself. I would like to go... Like somewhere tropical and just do photography or something like that. That would be fun. Yeah. Like, or just even go like to those old historic places. I did. I went to Georgia and we stopped at a couple cemeteries and shit and took photos. And that was cool. Yeah. That was, there's some broken ones and it was like hard not to look inside. Broken like, mausoleum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, what's in there? <laughs> but you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to look in there. Those, I think those scare me more than the cemetery itself, the like, mausoleums. Like that video of, like what, what's it, Extension? What? Have you ever seen that movie of Extension? Or that video of Extension? Extension. Extension or however the What? Movie. No. Where that dude's at his mausoleum and he's like videotaping. And like you could see like from the nose up and he has like the cross tattooed on his forehead. No. And you could see his ghost like sitting right in the, the window. I seen the one where the guy is the security guard in the one in Georgia, I think, and he's and he's in the mausoleum and there's someone saying hello. Yeah, can you help me. And he's help like, me. where are you? We're closing. You need to leave. But I need help. That was that was next level, dude. That one was pretty scary. I, I mean, it's easily faked, but if it's real, holy, that's that's scary, dude. That would be my ultimate dream is to like, if I if I, something super paranormal like. Like, I was sitting there watching it, like, happen. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you... I don't understand why people don't... Like, you see them, like, a ghost off in the distance, and they don't, like, rush it to see if it's real. Or, like, you see Sasquatch. Why wouldn't you chase it when down? When do you ever run? Or, like, run towards it? Why, Every time why you spaz you? out, you go, like, freaking out the other way. 
But I never leave the room, though. You've, I've never left the room scared. I don't know. I don't think we've ever... Cripple Creek. I don't think we've ever ran. Cripple I've Creek, Joe took off and went cr- crawling up oh, against the wall. Oh, that scared the shit out of me because it rushed me. Yeah. But I never left an investigation because I was so scared. I don't think I'd ever leave an investigation, even if it was really Oh, bad. if there was a time to leave an investigation, it would have been Ashmore for me. But I didn't leave. I stayed. I mean, I've, you were like... Like what? We were there. Know. I was there right with you guys I don't the even whole wanna, time. I don't even know how to say it. Because you weren't like an ass. And you weren't like... You were like paranoid. But like... like a, sca- your eyes were huge. And you were just like... I par- wanted to leave. But I didn't leave. You're paranoid ass. <laughs> I didn't leave. I stayed. <laughs> When we were tearing down all the stuff, I didn't want to go down those long ass dark hallways to get the cameras, but I went. You're you were a diva on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Just like I was a mm-hmm. diva on Melvern. It is what it is. At Melvern on, on our first time there. We we each have our investigations. That I think scares. that was like completely cool the whole trip. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any problems. <laughs> You're a saint. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I did great. It was definitely an interesting uh, trip, one for the books. But if I if I saw like something paranormal happening, like I've seen things, but I like if we had like a poltergeist moving the candle across the table, like what would you do to like validate that? We like pull out the camera and get. Like, get the recorder, get the SLS, get, like, the Dybbuk box. Like, get everything and just, like, try to make contact with it, whatever is there, you know? What do you like, think your most favorite part of that trip was? Was Grace. it the hotel? It was our EVP at Graceland. <laughs> Odie, Odie is not allowed to book our hotels. Oh, anymore. God. <laughs> She's fired from that job. She can do everything else. She could book the investigations, but not the hotel. That sucked. That was an experience in itself. And it was expensive. The meth meth telly. (laughs) No, it was... uh, (laughs) What do we call it? Uh, It was a Motel 6. Yeah, it was a meth tell... Yeah, it was meth tell 6. (laughs) Meth tell 8. Where you can go to the vending machine and get some Reese's teethies. What the hell is that? Reese's teethies and uh, meth and M's. Meth and M's. That's oh. what right there in the vending machine. You just eat their, the meth residue off the M and M's. Just soak into your oh, pores. Lord. One for the books. For the sure. one good thing about it was that the cracker or the, what, it was the cracker yeah, bar? that was good. Dude, that, no, no, mm. it's cheap. It was hey. like ten dollars every time we went to go eat there. Right, like no. kings. It was like, <laughs> like a shit finger. Wiped on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Big old doo-doo finger. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's gross, Someone dude. finished it And off. then the, the, the rest of the, the other hotel was really nice. And, like, yeah. getting dressed in the bathroom, that was dude, such was an, like... That was, like, night and day. That yeah. other hotel was so nice. What was the name of the that place? We, that's, the, that's where we're staying next time we go to Iowa. Are we going back to Iowa? 
I'd like to because I want to go to the Ed, Ed, Edinburgh um, estates. And Villisca. And Villisca. Oh, yeah. Those are ones that I need to check out. I say this list. year yeah. we go Villisca. towards Texas and Nevada. I want to go to West? Goldfield. Yeah, Goldfield and... I don't... I didn't... Are they still doing investigations? Mm-hmm. Or I, I thought they weren't going to do them Not anymore. the Goldfield Hotel, the school. The high school? Yeah. Okay. They're not Gold, doing them at the hotel Goldfield anymore? Hotel, no. They're Ghost opening Ad- it back up. Ghost Adventures planted their shit all over that. And now it's... Well, you're never going to get any better than yeah. a rock being... Or a brick being thrown at you. That was pretty badass. We're dragging Billy across the floor. <laughs> 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 Okay, that's enough. <laughs> but then we, uh, speaking about your uh, the EVP at Graceland, that was dude. I think that that's was Elvis. That was special. That was fun. John had never been. I haven't. I haven't even heard it yet. And we had to convince him to go. You haven't heard it yet? No, you haven't showed it to me, dude. It's insane. Oh, when we're play- in the pool room, yeah, mm-hmm, you could hear somebody laughing. And it, it it's like not it us. Was. We were the only ones in there. I, I, he no, was recording. I was the only one in there. You got you and Vince already walked up to the jungle room, and I was still downstairs, and nobody was there. And I swear to God, I thought I right, saw right, somebody right. in the uh, like there was a room, and it was cracked, and it looked like a laundry room. Oh yeah, in the downstairs. Yeah, and I looked in there, and I thought I saw somebody moving around in there. It could have been a security room where they watch security cameras. It was dark. That was like the best thing ever, dude. There was nobody yeah. nobody in there. Walking up to the place and he's playing, Welcome to my world. Yeah. That was awesome. It was it was so cool because we got there late. We drove straight from Ashmore to Memphis and it took us what, six hours to get there? We left yeah. Ashmore at what four or five, six in the morning, hauled ass down there, went to Graceland. So we got there about. We stunk like shit too. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't take. We we didn't have a hotel after. (laughs) We we stayed at the bunkhouse. They don't have. Well, they had showers, but we were in a hurry. We slept at the Ashmore. Yeah, we slept there. We didn't shower, and and we 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 like got. Speaking of those guys, and took off. Great hospitality. Oh, dude, those those guys were class. It was it was it was amazing. That uh, what was that lady's name? Her and her son. They were. Really, really cool. They made the investigation like so much better because of how nice they were. Yeah, like, they she were, was. They were she reminded me of Denise. Yeah, she was super nice. Really, really. If I, we highly recommend to go there. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, the, it's well kept, well lit. It's I clean. Mean, yeah, and it's clean. Like they, they really worked hard to. <laughs> what did you clean that place up? What did you say up. when you're you're taking a shit or something? Or what? was it? Who was it that was taking a shit and then you walked out and you're like, "Damn, I blew that up!" And she started laughing. That was you, was it? Yes, that wasn't me. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, we we're in the like the crew room or whatever downstairs where everybody puts all their equipment. And I think I think Joe farted or something. And she walked. <laughs> she walked by and she she started laughing. She was amazed with amazed amazed. Jeez, she was amazed with all our equipment. She She's said amazed. that we by far have the most equipment of any group that has been there. She's amazed. <laughs> Mike Tyson. We have too much crap. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. Dude, all my sh- like I have nowhere to put it. 
That's what makes it so hard is we have to lug that crap everywhere. That's why we have to drive everywhere because we don't have it consolidated into like three suitcases that we could just do. Dude, throw on I'm a like plane. a, I'm like a fucking like a. What's that called? Not a hoarder. hoarder? No. Do you have like I have a pack rat? No, just like a like a shit ton of hobbies. Like I have paints and brushes and colored pencils. Oh, and we know. We know. Books and fucking hoarder. Ghost hunting stuff. Yeah, you're a hoarder. You can't throw anything away. I'm not a hoarder. Dude, I went through my clothes and I got rid of half my clothes. Everything that didn't fit or I didn't want to wear anymore. It was three trash bags filled with clothes. That's probably right. And my closet is still full. I cleaned uh, my kids' room. I haven't. After they left to Ohio, I just shut the door and piled more and more crap in there <laughs> and the other day finally i went in there and i cleaned it out and i i have so much clothes it's re- it's crazy it makes me sad dude like i like literally mentally had to prepare to get rid of all those clothes like it was hard for me to separate <laughs> from those because i was like i'd find a shirt and i was like oh yeah remember that one time i wore that one shirt yeah that was cool i'm gonna keep it forever and then, <laughs> This you know, is the like, shirt I wore to this concert this one time. My problem seven is seven years ago. Every time we go somewhere, we go out to eat or go some like do something. I'm like, oh, I gotta buy me a new shirt. So I'll buy me a new shirt and then I'll never fucking wear it again. And it's Dude, in my room. I still have like underwear that I had when Daisy was born. That's I don't wear them. Like they just sit in the drawer. Like that's their emergency yeah. underwear. If you're out of underwear, you could wear those. If I'm like at, at a, having a bad laundry day, I dude, just... the mo- the thing I have the most of is socks. I have no idea where all these socks came from. I have like a huge pile of socks, and <laughs> it's because too. I'm too lazy to wash them. So I'll just go to the store and buy another pack of socks. <laughs> They're cheap. It's easy. And just that's my problem is socks and shirts. I but... like Batman socks. Avengers socks, Simpson socks, Office. Yeah, but that's one. Of, that's one friends. of your collections is socks. That's all I have is like socks. I have. I even have like Billie Eilish socks. I have. My my uh, the big collect collection I have now. I have my school collection, and now I started magnets. Now everywhere I go, I have to buy magnets, so my fridge is full of magnets. That was me. Um, but what about Graceland? Was Special to you, John, since it was your first time being there. You can go first. A little bit of everything, dude. Like, I literally wanted to cry. It was, like, so many emotions. Yeah. Because Elvis, in my mind, Elvis is truly, like... His family. He's the king, man. Like, I don't care. He's our long-lost uncle. There's not any musician in my mind that compares to him. And I, I think he's, like, he's the bee's knees. Yeah. So just to, like, travel that far and be at his house, like, it was a religious experience, and it was... <laughs> we were all changing clothes. The only thing <laughs> we pull sucked... out, and we're in the parking lot, and we're all changing shirts, because we stunk. <laughs> they were all dirty, too. <laughs> I had chocolate all over my shirt. I didn't even know how that got there, man. And, like... We're all I think stripping the in front that, of like, the king's house. <laughs> that probably annoyed me the most is that it they took, had... It took probably three weeks to get that man smell out of the car. <laughs> they had John Stamos on the tour. Why? I like Stamos. I don't know. Could have had somebody better. Who? Ozzy? Post Malone? Should have did Schwarzenegger. 
Oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was running. Look at his room. Dear left, there's the jungle room. The jungle. <laughs> Our Stallone would be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the left, there's the the jungle room. At least Stamos is somewhat charming. <laughs> no, they should have did like maybe they could have had somebody better. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. He'd be so. good. <clears throat> Anything Morgan Freeman does is good. I would, I'd be okay with that. I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, but like even just to walk, where the king walked to like see where the king sat every day to see like. Like his living room, dude, was so pristine and beautiful. Like, yeah. I, I like myself couldn't even bring myself to even sit on his couch or like step put my feet on his carpet. And like they were telling us stories that there's people trying to fuck on his furniture, that they're trying to dump ashes yeah. in his house. Like, mm-hmm. I was dude, like, dude, if, if I saw somebody trying to do that, I'd probably I'd beat the shit him. out of him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would straight, I would start punching them, man, and be like, "How dare you disrespect the king?" It makes you, <laughs> it makes you want to run upstairs real quick just to get a look at his room. Dude, room. I would die. I when the first time I went when I was younger, like I was like, do you think? Do you think? Do you get like a felony or something for doing that? Mm, you probably they get consider it trespassing. Li- you probably get banned for life. Yeah, you probably get a ticket. Yeah, they don't take. They- I uh. I had dreams about the upstairs. That'd be, that'd be worth for it, For months though, after we went. I was dying. There is a website that you can go where this person who's a maintenance took pictures of the upstairs. And I've seen pictures of it since then. But you don't know if they're real or not. They don't have like pictures of the upstairs? Like if you do. Google it? There, There's a website that has pictures. And it, the only reason I think it's credible is because I know, I did do know that his room was soundproof. And the pictures the guy has of his room, there's like, uh, there's um, like soundproof all over. It's like uh, um, vinyl, not vinyl. What do you, um, not leather, but the cheap leather. Is it vinyl? It's like all over the walls leather, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's, everything's red in his room. And I do know that when he died, the whole house was red. They changed it to that, to the white and the, all that. Why? Hmm. Well, that's dumb. I read somewhere that they changed it to the colors. It w- that was the colors that he had chosen, but at the time that he died, everything was red. Explains why my house is all red. Or right before he died, it was red. Um, remember the red couch in the in the outside? Yeah, yeah. like to it was like that. So to see like where, you know, he played, he played his last song. Oh, the racquetball court. Yeah. Yeah. On his piano and stuff is mm-hmm. like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 sticks with you, Joe? I think that cuz the first time we went, dude, is like there were so many fucking people there. Like we were just like cattle like mm, shuffling our feet through his house like, "Ooh, that's cool. Move on. That's cool. Move on." Yeah. But there, dude, we had all fucking day. Like nobody was there like mm-hmm. There was probably It was what, just us. Five people and, on like, our tour three other people in front yeah. of us yeah it was like it was a private tour it really was it was like so we like, had our own private tour dude i wonder if i posted that like the evp of graceland if i, I don't know it. why we didn't think to take like it, our cameras in we were just so excited to be there and so in a hurry to get in 
We could have took recorders and we could have actually ghost hunted because there was nobody there. We could have asked questions. Mr. Opportunity, man. Well, I, I got we that. We can always go back. I got that EVP and like, I wonder if I post that if I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I don't think so because you're allowed to take cameras. You're just not allowed to have flash photography. Why? What, what is the thing with the flash? I don't get uh, it. Because it, after a while, it, it like bleaches the... It ruins stuff? It bleaches okay. every, like... I always, I never get that. Like, why you can't do flash photography. Yeah. That's why you can't use flash photography at like the, the museums in Paris and stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. I always kind of had an idea that was what it was, but I, I wasn't sure. But the thing... Well, you didn't say what stuck out to you. Just that we were there alone? Yeah. Like, it was just... Because, I mean, it's like going to Disneyland and having the whole park to yourself. It really... Oh, that's what happened to us when we went to... Di when me and Eric and all of us went to Disneyland this last time. That's exactly what it was like. Like, it, it was like... There was nobody there. It was crazy. I even called my dad and I said, this is the weirdest thing ever. We just walked... We literally walked on to every ride. Like, it was like a gift from heaven, dude. Like That's exactly what that that's trip that, to that's Disneyland That's the way was. I saw it. Like, it was yeah. just... You... Because you... You focus on, on, like, wanting something for so long. Yeah. And then there's always some dickhead in the background mm -hmm. that's, like, fucking it up. Mm. Yeah. Or, like, your kids are fucking it up. And, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was hard when well, we that, went the first time. And, that's what was so special about us going this time is because the first time I went, my son, J, JP was three months, or no, <laughs> three weeks old. And he threw a fit, and he was screaming inside the kitchen, and Stephanie put a... Uh, his bottle thing down on the counter and we got in all kinds of trouble because of it and it was I didn't get to enjoy it and then she was mad at me because she was outside and I, I wasn't going to leave the house yeah and like I, I don't know like I didn't get to enjoy it because I'm like come on guys because the kids are yeah. all focused on the tablets thinking there's games and shit on there and you're <laughs> yeah. like just you don't understand where the fuck you are <laughs> yeah. the fuck <laughs> pay the fuck attention <laughs> Like, for once, like, you just want to be like, just tell him, pay the fuck attention, you're in the fucking king's house. Show some respect. <laughs> but, so, like, and then, like, um, but just being there and being able to just, like, take your time and soak it in. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, thinking the king actually, like, being a spiritual per or people as we are, knowing that energy resides through that house his energy's in that house yeah oh yeah there's and still like, an energy to that all in the museums where all his stuff is there's those things just exude energy man yeah, you, you so look cool. at the gold suit and, you're, and you see that the knee is dirty whatever he kneeled, kneeled in and yeah his white shoes where he was uh, painting them white and he got white all over the black parts and it was just like... Creased and shit. Yeah, it's just like... The leather was broken. The shoes he wore on his Tupelo concert and it's just like, holy crap, man. He was real. This He, he actually did this stuff. It's insane, dude. Yeah. And he actually put some real thought into it. The part that sticks out to me the most is... Um, first is the stairway. I don't know why. I just get this weird... Just seeing that stairway, just imagining people running up and down that stairway. 
a billion times a day, whether it be him, the family, all his buddies. Makes you, like, want to just run to the top of the stairs and then just, like, slide down. And then walking down. Like, belly first and yeah. let your wiener touch all the rug. <laughs> <laughs> then walking down the stairs to the downstairs, you knew people walked up and down those stairs. Yeah. Whether it be him or who, who, what other famous friends did he have at the time? God, probably everybody. Yeah. The, who, who, Johnny Cash. Uh, who's who? Who's been up and down those stairs. And then now that it's Graceland, the famous people who have been up and down those stairs. Yeah. Um, and then the basement. Because, you know, that's where all his buddies were. That's where he went to hang out. Everybody went downstairs to play pool and go to the bar and the TV room. And those those places are are really cool to me. And then to his gravesite. I don't think there's any other place in the world that, like... I mean as an icon Mm-mm. for somebody that is just there. Yeah, who you know what I mean? Who, okay, of any famous person, whose house would you want to go to? Michael Jackson. Mm. Where is uh I last time I heard they bought somebody bought it and tore it all down. Where is Neverland? California. North, north of LA, I think. Um other than that. I wouldn't want to go to anybody else's house. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, I think. I think the that. closest thing is the museum, the Zach Baggins Museum, and I'd want Vegas. to go to the the wonderful world of Keanu's house. I wouldn't be impressed by <laughs> Keanu's house. <laughs> Why, dude? He'd be all cool. Bring... These are the underwears that he wore in in uh, Knock Knock. There's no Grammys there, or not Grammys. Um, he's never won an Oscar. The trophy room would be pretty empty. The hell gives empty. a crap about an Oscar? Who's there? <laughs> but uh, this time we got to just stand there at his grave. Speaking of that movie, that movie fucking sucked. The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Fucking sucked. Disappointing. So bad, dude. Huge. So disappointing. Huge disappointing. You have to rewatch it. You didn't pay attention. It's not that I didn't pay attention. I knew you were going to You can't I knew you can't replace this. Morpheus, dude, and expect everybody to be like, "Oh, that's cool." Morpheus is Morpheus for a reason. I knew you were going to find a, something to hold on to and say it was great. <laughs> you didn't pay attention. I would never watch that movie again. It yeah, sucked. I'm so good, bad. Dude. I'd rather watch Knock Knock a billion times. Than it was like a millennial's <laughs> version of would? The Matrix. Oh, Keanu can't fly. Trinity can fly. It was just like, what a, the fuck? Is she the one? Like, is who, he the one? Like, what the fuck okay, is who, going on? Whose idea was it to make another Matrix movie? Use all the same characters, but leave out the one main character. The original director. That is so stupid. Why would you do that? Just leave it alone. It's great the way it is. And then, like, he has no powers, dude. He's all just, like, shoving people. Mm, hey, we're... Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Putting his it's hand. Probably too Everybody's late Everybody's already seen it by now. Um... But... He's all putting his hands up like he's got a force field. Like, mm, mm. Like, you're fucking dumb. He all threw up his elbow. Mm. What's the What's the one thing in the in the museums that, that you thought was good? The Matrix Museum? No. <laughs> there will never be a Matrix Museum thanks to this Matrix movie. The Zenith. <laughs> the old Zenith TV. <laughs> His TV? Yeah. I thought that was 
There's Zenith There's... TVs in the Matrix and Elvis's house. Um, I I think the cars are cool. You know, who I don't I don't really care for is all that fucking celebrity bullshit off on the side, like the Kiss costumes and oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen's jacket and stuff he like, inspired. Like yeah, I like Bruce that. Springsteen's music, but fuck Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> How could you like his music? But not... <laughs> like, uh, I don't... Yeah, but when you're in the presence of the king who gives a fuck about Michael Bublé's shoes. Yeah, true. And I fucking love yeah. Michael Bublé. Like, I don't give a fuck to go see Dolly Parton. Yeah, ro- uh, the room over is, um, well, maybe is some the suit he wore in the, uh, the Hawaii special. And I then guess... next to it, it, they have some... I don't even know who half those people were. Like, they were like... It they was Buddy uh... Holly's suit. That was cool. Like, that's cool. Like, but nobody gives a fuck about Carrie Underwood's dress. <laughs> like, I didn't drive all the way to Tennessee to see a sparkly dress worn by Carrie fucking Underwood. Fuck her. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought the Presidential uh, Medal of... Oh, dude, that was that awesome. Was cool. That was cool. And the pictures with Nixon and stuff. No, the one... His medal that he got, uh, the Medal of Freedom... From that he got Trump. from Trump. That was cool. Dude's dead, and he's still getting medals and that that was cool. honors. Because uh, he was such a he was a soldier, man. He like, dropped his whole career to go to go to Korea. Was it Korea? The Korean War. Like thinking <clears throat> thinking of that, dude. Like honestly, you see Bruce Springsteen's jacket sitting there, and you're just like, would you really give a fuck to go see Bruce Springsteen's house? No. And Never. like, oh, that's his bathroom he uses? That's cool. Yeah, no. That's his bathroom. Elvis is, Elvis is so famous, and he's so big and so iconic that you can't even go to half of the house, and people still go. Like, I, like half of the house is cut off from everybody. Nobody can ever go up there, and people still flock to that house. You can only see the bottom two floors. You can't even see the whole top floor. And it's still... I, Graceland. I, I can't really think of it. Like, <laughs> when you stop and think about it, you're like, you kind of get jived. They charge you seventy some dollars to see half the house. I just wonder why you can't <laughs> all upstairs. his stuff. Did he have like that was his piece? Sex wings and shit. Oh, he's the king. God only knows <laughs> what he had up there. <laughs> Vintage fur, nineteen seventies, sex wings. But like the, the what is? Why does it have to go there with you? The Dwayne, I'm Dwayne Johnson time. like suit, the the parachute suit. Oh yeah. Like uh, who fucking cares about that shit? Mm-hmm. Like Dwayne's nowhere near Elvis's status. Like why the fuck would I care to see his suit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh cool, you're Dwayne Johnson. Dude, I don't think there'll ever be anybody else who's Elvis's status. Who else in this world could walk up to the White House without an appointment and go straight to the Oval Office? That's what he did when he met Nixon. He pulled up and he's like, "Hey, I want to meet the. I want to talk to Nixon." And they're like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> he just walked right in to the Oval Office and just talked to the leader of the free world like it was nothing. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like he was visiting one of us. <laughs> I can't think of anybody, dude, like that. I would really give a fuck to see or yeah. that could actually have that status quo to just go up there. Can you imagine how big he would have been if social media was around then? Like TMZ and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but they probably would have tainted his ass. Yeah, fuck TMZ, man. Those guys suck. They probably even would've... like people that I don't even like, dude. They like 
shit bash him and all those idiots sit there in their stupid little circle. <laughs> and they talk shit about all those people, man. I'm like, man, you guys are dog shit. Real shit people, man. Yeah. They try to fucking they be would little. They probably ruin Elvis, dude. Be you little celebrity yeah, so I think bad. social media would ruin Elvis. What made Elvis cool is the mis- the mystery of Elvis. Yeah. Is he was just the king and he did all kinds of cool shit and that was it. Yeah. Like there wasn't no Instagram fucking photo of him like they would have did like something stupid where like he was on the beach and they like caught a wrong angle and his gut looked all weird. Yeah. He's oh my god Elvis. Elvis is and... Well, he did get fat. But he was just a man. But even then, like, he wasn't even fat. People say he was fat, and he, like, wasn't even fat. Well, for him. Me, I'm fat. He <laughs> wasn't fat. <laughs> well, you see the you see the, the leather suit from the 68 comeback? His waist is only this big. Yeah. Yeah, it was tiny, man. Was His like, face was bloated, but he wasn't even fat, dude. Like, you watch yeah. the videos, and he still had, like... He could still kind of see, like, his six-pack through the fucking... <laughs> through the uh, jumpsuit. But... Me, I, think, I wouldn't even be able to zip the fucking zipper over my gut. I'd try to zip it and it would go up to my waist. I, I think that's why that trip was so memorable is because we went through three days of hell. To be back to back to back. Full day of bliss. <laughs> yeah. And then to turn around and leave Memphis at 7 o'clock that night and be home at 12 o'clock the next day. That was that was pretty badass. Dude, that was a hard drive. That was gangsta. <laughs> that was a hard fucking drive. We get in and we're all tired and we just ate that big meal and Job's like, you want to drive? And I'm like, yeah. So we leave Memphis and I drive to right on the border of Kansas. Like, where were uh, Colby, Kansas when me and you switched? That was, And then we almost hit a deer. Like, the, everything Dude, about that night, trip was crazy. All, all night I was, like, waking up... <gasps> Yeah, like every time you hit the brakes, <gasps> you guys were both sleeping, and we were leaving. We were outside of Tulsa, and there was a truck right in front of us, kind of angled. I saw it, and I was awake. We were driving, and all of a sudden, and this thing went flipping across the road, and I was like, "Holy shit, he hit a deer!" <laughs> this deer was all like jacked up, it, and the road twitching. The... It was that was. I scary, just saw man. something fly out of the corner <laughs> of my eye, and then the guy was like swerving all crazy yeah. and slammed on his brakes. But I saw that shit. I, oh, I thought shit. of the whole trip, that's the one thing I'm most impressed with is the fact that we left Memphis at 7 that night and we were home by 10 o'clock the next day. Straight home. I was like, you guys were sleeping, dude, and I was driving in the morning and I was all <laughs> like falling asleep. I was all... There was a point where I fell asleep for like three or four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we made it home, though. I was so fucking tired, dude. That was, like, that was there, fun. I couldn't, like, I was slapping myself. I pulled over I was and, like, so, walked like, around and, like... I was, like, so stanky butt, dude. Like, <laughs> the shower was just, like... It was, like, a godsend. Yeah, that's the just, first thing I did. I went home, took a shower, and then just... I was pretty, I was pretty rough. Dude, dude, like, I... I Let's just say if this was, like, Walking Dead, dude, stand clear, because I'm going to be pretty rough in a couple days. <laughs> that was, like... I think I was pretty much like, I don't know. That was our version of roughing it. Yeah, <laughs> not the taking clo- a shower. The closest to getting us all killed, like I've ever done. Like that was like it was pretty. Close. We'll never forget it though. Ever, <laughs> I'll never forget that trip. Like I, I like There's squirrel. Nothing about that. Trip I was that driving, I dude, and I just like fell asleep. I was like, squirrel jail, like. <laughs> 
That was probably one of my favorite investigations we've done so far. It was unexpected. The only thing I hated is that, like, the fucking bars were so skinny and you had to, like, squeeze in sideways. Yeah. And I, like, had to suck in my gut to squeeze in. Everybody back then was, like, this big. They didn't eat. So they were, like, super small. They were, like, tiny people. Plus, we eat a lot and then they add all the hormones and crap to our food, so we're all big. It was just very, it was a very unexpected thing like it was weird because it was dead as shit like nothing going on during during the investigation so we're like finally we're like hey let's do the podcast we set up the podcast we're doing everything man and the fucking shit just went off the roof man it was like things started things started moving you could hear shit somebody running up on us like have you watched that video i've never i've never wanted to fucking turn around and punch somebody so bad in my entire life but nobody was fucking there to punch <laughs> like like we we watched bits and pieces of it when my vest got ripped off my chair that was that was scary i it, i i commend myself for composing myself the way i did because i that's one case where i did want to run it like got ripped off and i just froze and i was like um something just ripped my vest off and i was, I was just inside i'm dying and i'm like Okay, just calm down. It's okay. You don't need to run. <laughs> well, You're that, fine. The, the, that was scary. The latch to the fucking solitary confinement swung open and slammed. <laughs> oh, dude, I got up and I was like, what the? <laughs> Job, Job and your scream combined was crazy. It was like, dude, I forgot about that, dude. I was, was ready to I was ready to fuck somebody up, dude. I forgot and the I thought, latch swung open. Like, I could have swore, dude, it was the girl, the... the uh, not, I was gonna say the coroner, not the fucking coroner. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what am I trying to say? The director. Was well, she the director? Yeah, He's the him director. Yeah. But it what's the it starts with the C, doesn't it? Coordinator. The, uh, no. Curator. Curator. She's the curator, and uh. I like I went and asked her. I was like, "Are you sure you're not walking around?" She's sitting in the chair watching her show. No. When I when I stop and I think back to that investigation, the coolest thing, other than doing the podcast, was uh, when we got that um, figure in that extra room through that hole when we were shining the SLS through there. Oh yeah. There was nothing in that room that could have gave a false positive. Nothing. It was just an empty space. And we got how many figures in that room? Three? Yeah, there was three of them. There was no possible way that there was a false positive in that room. You know how when you're going around and there's a pole, and you can see the pole, and it'll kind of give you a false positive every once in a while? or There's nothing in there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, these figures start showing up in this empty, void. It was dark as shit in there, man. That was crazy. To me, that was that's something that we should, in the episode, really focus on. Because there's no way that... That was crazy. That place was definitely intimidating as all hell. I think that was the first investigation where I could sit here and say I was scared. I was fucking scared, dude. I was ready to... It was like fight or flight. Like, I was ready to run, but I was ready to punch somebody. But I was, like, trying to be tough. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was just was like, pretty rock. It was like a moments moments away from a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> and then at Ashmore, I got... That was the first time I've ever been, like, physically touched. Like, I've had something touch the back of my leg. 
Like well, poke the back even of my Melvern. That was weird. Melvern, I saw that lady's head. Oh, and then we like, seen the right, we were coming out of that. You it, seen you seen the head, and then I seen a pair of legs walking away. It was away. the same the same room on Destination Fear where the light kept flicking on. You got the uh, picture of the girl standing in the room. Yeah, and I like that was the one you we sent should us. Send that to Josh, dude. I turned the corner, dude, and I saw the fucking. Like her head, she had like a bob haircut and was like a, like an old lady. And then we were walking. No body. A, when we were walking away, we were walking up the hall, and out of the corner of my eye, I looked over, and there was like pajama pants walking. And <laughs> we're in the complete dark, and I grabbed Job's arm, and he's all, <gasps> you <laughs> he scared see, the crap out you of me. See, like in the video too, Vince was so like shocked and scared he couldn't even talk he's <laughs> yeah no i couldn't get anything out and i just grabbed job's arm like his big ass hand was like a squatch <laughs> that's what i imagine if squatch just grabbed me in the woods like fucking just dude that was next level man all I, strong man, and like that's fucking the first, just like burly like the fucking... first time on an investigation that i've actually physically seen something vince vince moving maybe. like that like everyday action like just walking it was it was weird like there was no finesse to that grab. It was but just like that, that I've so seen weird. shadows. I've seen things, but I've never seen something that was self-illuminated and had texture to it. That's the thing that was weird for me too. Is like when I was at Cripple or at not yeah Cripple Creek, and I saw the cowboy out of my the corner yeah. of my eye. Yeah, it's like even now as I think about it, I can see it, but I when I looked. like I didn't see it. I saw it out of my periphery. Yeah, so it wasn't like I saw it. Yeah. This was like me turning the corner and I fucking saw it. Like it was right in front of me. You're like, there's a lady with a bob haircut. And I'm I like, thought what? you saw the cowboy at uh, the hand hotel. No, that was at, it was at Cripple Creek because remember you got scared and you ran like a little bitch to the wall? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I, I went in there all tough. Oh, yeah? Try to scare my brother, huh? What's up? <laughs> I got all scared. Um... It's weird how we've been to Melbourne twice and two completely separate parts of the of Melbourne. We Dude, had different experiences. What's weird is Something like, just touched my arm. Both both investigations. Really? Yeah, I felt somebody grab my arm. Both investigations were this black house. and white, dude. Yeah. Black and white. It was like two different investigations. Dude, my house last night fucking I I was ready to fight. I woke yeah. up, I jumped out of bed, dude, and I ran upstairs like, fucking do-do-do-do-do, like, who the fuck's here? And nobody was there. Yeah. It sounded like, as if you, if people were fucking stealing shit and running out of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was expecting the door to be wide open and people fucking walking around. And nobody was there. Well, the other night at my house, um, I never have any experiences. I seen, no, I can't say that, I seen like a dark, um... It, the other, I was sitting on my couch and I was watching TV, but I could see something out of the corner of my eye, and I watched it out of the corner of my eye, and it looked like an old gray rag, and it was just sitting there, and it was like flowing, but it was out of the corner, and when I looked, it was gone. That's the only thing that I've ever seen in my house that I thought was weird. But the other night, I moved a bunch of my stuff around, and I got this bed from the neighbor, um, and I put it up in my room. It's from the lady it. that died. Yeah. She didn't die in that bed. She had a different room. But I put up the two mirrors in the in the bed, and I that I had the weirdest night, dude. I couldn't sleep, tossed and turned, and finally I fell asleep. But I wasn't asleep, but I was asleep, and I was having this dream about fighting 
this big, like dark shadow type demon, and we were inside it. We were inside the old church that we used to go to uh, when I was little, and it was me and my sister, and it was going after my sister, and I was praying so hard, and I was fighting it myself. It was staying away from me, but it was attacking her, and I just remember like being half asleep but yelling my sister's name like yelling for her but when i'm yelling i can i was still in my dream and i remember seeing her and she poked her head out from underneath one of the one of the um chairs that used to be there and she what her eyes were like so big and she was pointing above me and i could see it above my head this big black mass and i just started praying and i woke up and i was sweating and everything man i was like so I sat at the edge of my bed and I just prayed and I, I haven't felt anything like the since. scary ass ghost on the movie Ghost, the demons. Those ones fucking scared the <laughs> shit out of me when I was a kid. They start coming out of the cracks and shit on Ghost. I never seen Ghost. And they start dragging his when ass they, to hell. When they die, like when they die, like they get taken away by the demons, but you you just hear like. A bunch of like moaning, like, and then, like, oh, really? <laughs> and then they like start coming out of the shadows and the cracks, and they're like shadow people, uh-huh. and they start fucking like attacking him and like, like clawing at him and biting him and stuff. Shit. And he's like screaming, and they they like grab him and drag him away into the shadow, and it's, they're all, and they drag him away, and you're just Ugh. like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost what you think, like. What, you if think you were it's to die, be? yeah. If you were to die, that's what it would be like. If you went to hell, like they would just drag your ass to hell. Yeah. Lately, my dreams have been pretty vivid. But that's the thing. I never have vivid dreams ever. I dream all the time. I just don't remember them. I remember having dreams, but I don't remember what they're about. There's very few that I can remember. The one about Eric, I can remember. This one the other night, I can remember. And then I don't ever really have dreams about him. I've just had the two. Yeah. Where like he's he came up behind me and slapped me on the shoulder, yeah. and was like, "Hey man, I love you." Yeah. And like I was, when I like went to hug him, I, it wasn't that like I knew he was dead and like, that I was like excited to see him. It was just that I was happy to see him. And he like was like, hey man, and he slapped his hand on my shoulder all yeah. heavy like he used to. And he goes, love you, man. And then yeah. I turned around and I hugged him and his waist was all tiny. Yeah. I could smell like his cologne and shit. That happened to me in my truck, but I wasn't sleeping. I was up. I was driving and I got this overwhelming smell of his cologne out of nowhere. That was That was different. That was weird. That was another experience. That I dream had. that I had where we were all in Vegas... And, like, I was telling him, like, dude, somebody shot you. Like, somebody did, like... Yeah. And he was just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. I'm right here. I was like, no, dude. Nobody like, shot me, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I was so frustrated with him because I was trying to tell him, like, I wanted to shake him. Yeah. And I went and I grabbed you guys and you you guys were like, what the fuck? Like... Yeah. And Rachel was there, and she was like, who would do that? Like, why would somebody do that? That's silly. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe when you dream, you enter another dimension. I think you do. I Definitely. Dude, the other maybe night. Maybe it's a portal into another you. Well, they say your soul separates from your body. The other night. I've had I... some times that I woke up, and I swear, dude, I would wake up, and I'd droll all over my face, and I'm like, I was off this planet, man. I was I was so 
gone like it's it i it's weird when you have when you sleep like that and you wake up and you're just like the other night dude i i was crying in my sleep and melissa woke me up and i just was sobbing like i was just crying mm-hmm. like i and i the dream was fucked up like yeah. it it felt really vivid yeah and like I, I just woke up crying, dude. Like, and I couldn't stop crying. Yeah. And I, I woke up and I was just cr- sitting there on the couch crying. <laughs> I've never, I never <laughs> ever experienced uncontrollable crying until that time, like around when Eric passed. Yeah. I've never experienced that, dude. And I've never almost fainted while I was crying. I experienced that. It was just like it was weird. It's like next level pain. <laughs> When somebody that you love, know and love, and you talk to on a daily basis, you see on a daily basis, is just taken from you. It's just, it's next level. Yeah. It's definitely fucked up. Yeah. Well, we're at, we're at the, the end of it. Dang, we're already over an hour? Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. We're getting better at this. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we didn't bore you with our craziness. That's because we haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. We took a break. Yeah, it's been a since what uh, the day before Halloween mm-hmm. was our last podcast. So October thirtieth, twenty ninth or thirtieth. Was that the one when you were talking about kumquats? No, that that was. Uh, <laughs> I found that. I'll just one. leave that there. That was at a. That was at a. Uh, Ashmore. I don't even know what the hell a fucking kumquat is. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I found that episode. <laughs> I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> Named it Stony Baloney. Right. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see you guys later. Stay paranormal. Welcome to 2022. Hey, I just realized you never introduced us. You never said, I'm Joe Martinez here with Fanboy and Adam's Counting Man of Mystery. What the hell? Man. So, what? What? You fucked up. You never introduced to us. To all the people of the world, I once more give expressions. expressions, expressions. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. I have I never have, been, have, been, have, been, have, been a quitter. 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 Perhaps we need some, some outside, outside universal, universal threat, 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 threat to make us to recognize, make recognize this common bound. I occasionally, I occasionally think, how think how quickly, quickly our differences, differences worldwide, worldwide would vanish, would vanish if we were facing, we were facing an alien threat, threat, threat from outside from this world. And yet I ask you, is not an alien force always.